0: I want to break free. I want to break free. I want to break free from your lies. You're so self-satisfied. I don't need you.
1: This is episode 568 for August 2019 and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast and I'm your host Brad Douglas and that opening song is from Queen. I've got to break free, and that is what Doc Ock does in this fight against Spidey. You don't want to miss it. It's coming up, but before we get to it, I want to thank people that made episodes like this possible. They do it through Patreon.com/CrawlSpace. They help us pay the bills, the expensive bandwidth cost, website hosting, etc., to bring you these episodes every month. So thank you personally to Robert, John, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, David, Glenn. AJ, Stephen, Michael, Scott, Brian, Austin, Kian, Zach, Jay, Stephen, Jonathan, JB, Matthew, Taylor, Dowd, Symbiobro, Frederick, Will, Patrick, Halfskimo, Alex, hashtag something good for you, Laura, Nick, Thomas, Rick, Stuart, Frederico, Michael K., Stephen, Andrew, Christopher, and Craig. Each and every one of those, I want to personally thank you for uh, helping us pay the bills each and every month, and supporting us, and supporting things you like, like this podcast. And also, as a thank you, in addition to getting your name read at each and every episode, you also get some exclusive podcasts, only available to Patreon members, like our Spider Satellites show, also some other fun episodes I think you'd like. So, again, one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right. George is ready. Friday night fights. Here it comes. Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our Friday night fight for August 2019. Let's introduce the panel. You can't do Friday night fights without George. What's going on, George?
2: Hi, everybody. How's it going? Happy Friday night fights on Saturday, as Grant Alford has uh, pointed out hey. on Discord.
1: The, the audio listeners do not know that we recorded <laughs> this on a Saturday. Right. It's all the magic of television or broadcasting or streaming or whatever you want to call
0: it. They certainly will, though, because you probably won't edit it, right? I mean, they, they will find out that we... I'm going to find a JR
1: track and poop on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That voice you heard was uh, JR, what's, and on his screen, it says, JR, I'm as young as I look. Are you feeling spry today, old man? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We were up late uh, last night. We were up till like one AM recording. Yeah, we were. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. Was had had to chase Spencer around today or whatever. What, to find what, out found found out he was keeping company with a young lady. Today. Oh. So, you know. did, yeah. Yeah. Well is he, is he in trouble or what? <sighs> He's not in trouble for that for that trouble for he's in trouble for kind of leading leading us on a wild goose chase you know when you're when you're 18 and your parents
1: are paying for your car you tell you keep you let them know where you where you are that's true that's true man we got some we got some family drama here george we're gonna have a fight club between son and father
2: he's a a grown man now he Uh, let him let him park under a tree with it with a gal that he likes (laughs) (laughs) wrong
0: He's he's, uh, oh he's what, what, what is it? He's legal, but he's not independent. So.
1: <laughs> All right, so enough with the, the baby daddy drama. Uh, Brad, will find, Brad
0: will find out, particularly when he's on the opposite end and someone's
2: uh, you know oh. driving his
0: little
1: girl around. No, yeah, they'll find my foot up their butt. Okay, <laughs> uh, the issue that we're going to tackle is ASM, uh, no, no, not ASM, uh, spec 175. Has a beautiful looking cover by our pal Sal. Yes. On the cover it says, "Let's see, Spider Strength, Spider Sense, Spider Strength sticks to wall, shoots to webs. Nope, Spidey can't breathe underwater. That does not look good for our friend Spider Man with Doc Ock holding him underwater." Take me through this one, George.
2: This, of course, is uh, back one of our and during one of our favorite runs, Brad. Back when uh, Sabu Sema was on uh, Spectacular, mm-hmm. uh, just a really, really good strong run on that book um and um yeah so so this issue picks up right in the middle of an attack on the daily bugle by dr octopus where he has actually set up this device in the basement right to like shake the building apart Mm -hmm. And, and he's basically using that as ransom to get uh to get you know like a ton of money from jonah um Oddly enough, Doctor Octopus's like new lair is directly under the, the the Daily Bugle, so you kind of question the uh, the logic of collapsing the Daily Bugle on top of his new lair. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, Doctor Octopus is crazy. Man, so it, you know it all keep, it, it, keep
0: that in mind, yes. Well he's yeah. got he's got plenty of layers. I mean he's he's been in a submarine, he's been in uh you know underwater sea base or whatever, you know. He's got plenty of layers. He's a mad
2: scientist. That the dude, the whole submarine thing, that, that makes me think back to the, the owl octopus war and how awesome that whole thing was. <laughs> you know, it was part Spider Man, part James Bond, part black cat getting shot in the boob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, that was that was that was quite a ride. That was a real uh, that was a real good hit. Ten, 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 10 issues, eleven issues. Something yeah, that thing
2: that thing went on for a while. Yeah, but the the climax was just it, it was it was like a I'll never oh, forget ripping out the arms from Ox. Oh, that's like, a yeah, that's a class. It was So cool, class. so yeah. cool. Some of it, I mean, just uh, I, yeah, there are parts of it where I felt like I'm watching a James Bond movie. At the end, you know, or whatever local army of ninjas or whatever he's recruited <laughs> on his side storms the volcano base and I, I just crazy you know yeah so uh but yeah no uh you've got dr uh dr octopus uh, wearing a very stylish suit and i lo- i love how casually jr um You know, he's just got his hands in his in his suit pockets, you know, while his Mm -hmm. tentacles are just like, you know, like grabbing everybody and and terrorizing everybody. (laughs) Yep, Just like a Sunday Sunday walk in the park for a crazy Dr. Octopus. Mm -hmm. And uh, here he's threatening Jonah. He's got Mary. Mary Jane spends most of this issue uh, grabbed by the throat by Dr. Octopus. Uh she's she's in it a little bit here and there, and uh but mostly what you see of Mary Jane is her getting grabbed around the throat. Um so octopus is holding the uh the Daily Bugle hostage while Spider-Man is trapped in rubble, trying to get through like a sewage pipe, uh, so he can find this device and 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 try to disarm it, the thing that's gonna shake the building apart, right? So you've got some allusions back to um ASM, oh God, what is it, thirty-three or thirty-eight? You know where he's trapped under the the final solution where he's, or, or no, not the final. So what what is it? You know the iconic cover where he's like trapped under all the rubble. I can't remember. Why can't I, I? It's not thirty-three. 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 Yeah. yeah the, 33. The master Planner episode. Master guy. Planner. yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, you know because for some reason you know it's like whenever Doctor Octopus is involved, at some point Spidey has to be trapped under rubble. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, um, yeah, he's trapped, you know, he, he's got to free himself from that, uh, while Dr. Octopus is, is upstairs like a boss, uh, like a crazy boss, uh, but then Jonah activates a, a trigger underneath his desk, thinking he's turned the tables on the, uh, uh, on the villain here, and, and he, so he alert, you know, he flips a button under his desk, and then suddenly from the next room, rushes in the wild pack, or, you know, just generic wild pack, you know, foot soldiers from uh, Silver Sable's group, you know, mercenaries. And they come in with all kinds of like high tech guns and, and things to try to deal with Dr. Octopus. Uh, so Dr. Octopus turns to face them while still grabbing Mary Jane by the throat, by the way. Um, Dr. Octopus's fixation with Mary Jane started much earlier than Superior. Um mm-hmm. And uh, Spider Man, meanwhile, frees himself, finds the device, and he's like, oh my God, what do I, can I even, can I even disarm this thing? Is it booby trapped? What do I do? Uh, meanwhile, back upstairs in Jonah's office, Dr. Octopus is, you know, throwing office furniture around at the Wild Pack. Wild Pack shoots a, uh, some kind of, you know, like high tech weapon and it puts a disc on Dr. Octopus's chest, which is like, uh, it, like, accelerates the gravity either, like, on him or around him or whatever and sinks him to the ground, which is a, a really cool thing. And then the, the Wild Pack gets kind of, you know, kind of cocky. They're like, haha, you know, uh, we put this sucker down. But then, you know, Dr. Octopus's tentacles, uh, for whatever reason, are not held by down by the gravity, I guess, the way that his center mass is. And they smash the disc, and then uh, Dr. Octopus raises his arms in triumph, uh, is about to start uh, – Uh, gloating as he's expecting the Daily Bugle to shake apart at any second. But uh, it doesn't because, of course, why? Spider-Man found the device and managed to locate the on and off switch. There you go. When in
1: doubt, when in that computers turn it on and off. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I got a question. If Dr. Octopus is saying what something's wrong, the walls should be dust. So, what he set the tremblor to bring the building down while he was still in it. Well, I mean, if you're Dr.
2: Octopus, though, you're egotistical enough to think that you can make it out.
1: Ah, yep, you know, of course. Yes, of course. You know, and comics.
2: And Dr. Octopus probably wants, you know, the, the rubble to fall down on everybody else, and he probably wants to see people die, or at least Jameson, while uh. You know, well, well, which is weird because, like, if he's trying to get money, shouldn't he be like, why don't you just pay me? But no, he's like, ha ha, the trembler is activated. You're doomed. And I'm like, I thought you were after cash. Right. Just just say, look, no, here we go, buddy. It's on. I'm about to turn this dial up to 11. Give me some money. (laughs) But no, he's like, "Okay, fine. Well, I'll die or you will. And I'll watch. But he he gets
0: a lot better though. He gets a a doc out gets a lot better.
2: <laughs> Doctor, well, I mean that's that's the thing you always have to remember with Otto. Like even even when he's when he's not, I mean he's brilliant. But even when he's not using logic, you always have to remember. Like I said at the top of the of the issue, he's crazy. Yep, he is certifiably just nuts. So. A lot of times he's just not thinking with a full deck because he's he's blinded mostly by his hatred of Spider-Man or you know whatever he's focused on at the time. But usually his hatred of Spider-Man. So uh, when the device doesn't go off because Spider-Man found the on-off switch, literally. Yeah. I mean, like it even the, uh, on Doctor Octopus's device, the switch is actually labeled on and off. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, when Spidey flipped, he, he even uh, says, "I don't believe it." An on and off switch. How convenient. Yeah, and uh, so when the building doesn't go up, uh, it uh, manages to uh, distract Doc Ock long enough for um, the Wild Pack to hit him with uh, this thing called concrete foam. It looks like something like uh, the trapster would have. Or I was just pocket, thinking that, yeah. You know, and it, it it puts this goo all over him, and they're like, it's porous enough for you to breathe, but it hardens instantly, you know, and uh, and so Jonah's like, ha ha, you know, we, we've won. Spider-Man's watching from a great, you know, because Dr. Octopus, even though he's just been gooed, still has Mary Jane <laughs> by the throat. Ooh. Something which Jonah doesn't even ever notice. And Spidey doesn't like that at all. No, Spidey doesn't like that at all. So Spidey busts through the air duct, mm-hmm. busts through the wall, or yeah, busts through the air duct or the air vent and takes part of the wall with it. Uh, starts trying to, you know, pull Doc Ock's tentacles off of Mary Jane. And uh, eventually Dr. Octopus is able to uh, to break free out of the uh, or break out of the uh, the concrete foam because it's dr octopus i mean like he's you know it's just his tentacles are too strong right so,
1: so this just went through my mind you and i always talk about what songs would be appropriate for the intros of these what is that song i've got to break free yeah
2: it's queen it's queen I, I, I,
1: wouldn't that be a perfect intro for this episode
2: uh yeah, I, I I guess I guess so. Yeah. Just which means which means Brad will try to find a cover of it and not the <laughs> song. That's and how not, Brad works. And not do Queen actually do the cover of Queen. A, a, a little bit of behind the scenes magic for you guys. <laughs> All right. So 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 many times Brad will like you know like he he'll, he'll he'll be about to put an episode up on a Friday <laughs> night and he'll say, "What song should I use?" And I'll think about it and then I'll ultimately <laughs> give him the perfect song to use. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I'll even give him a YouTube and I'm like, Oh, it's by this group. Here you go. Bam. <sighs> and
0: then,
2: and, and then uh, most <laughs> of the time, about, well, I say most of the time, like 60% of the time, Brad will try to find a cover of it or some <laughs> sort of rap parody version of it <laughs> or something else uh, other than the actual song. And I'm always like, why, why, why didn't you just use the thing? The, the you know, why they did it, and you know why why this person that originally did it did it in the first place, so that other people wouldn't have to. That's why, you know. Anyway, that's a, anyway. I, back I, to like, the. I'm getting off on a tangent. But that's free. That's behind. Yeah, behind the scenes uh, magic wow. for uh, for you guys there you out go. there. <laughs> um, so yeah, Doctor Octopus. Uh, even before he breaks free, though. Uh, while Spider Man's still trying to get the tentacles off of Mary Jane, and he finally does, he finally does get the tentacle off of her. And as soon as he gets the tentacle off of her, Doctor Octopus's tentacles wrap him up, smash into the wall, and then he breaks out. Like you know, his body actually breaks out. I guess yeah. the stress from you know the tentacles moving around and everything breaks. Look at
1: that automonopia Kla-lankcha.
2: There's not a cha on it. It's just clinch, clinch, clinch. K L A L A N K C H. There you go. So, so Doctor Octopus breaks free and immediately starts throwing more office furniture. Uh-oh. At the wild pack, uh, and, and as he's as he's making his uh, as he's making his escape out of the side of the building, saying the war is not over till I say it is, and he and he takes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got the obligatory Spider Man checks on Mary Jane and acts like he doesn't know her, mm-hmm. and uh, despite the fact that. You know, Mary Jane has. You know, there's been lots of times when Mary Jane's running into Spider Man, but uh, yeah, there's that obligatory moment where he's like, "Oh, are you okay, person who is just here at random that I don't know." <laughs> um. Anyway, Marla busts in. Uh, wants to make sure Jonah's okay. Um, meanwhile, Doctor Octopus is downstairs and and next to he's like in in the basement level. Below the the bugle, watching from the shadows as, like, people work to dismantle his trembler machine. <laughs> and and then he goes right back into a secret lair, starts getting boozed up, starts drinking champagne despite the fact that he hasn't, you know, actually <laughs> won anything or done anything or accomplished anything. Like he just got stopped but uh meanwhile you know you we flash back to peter and mary jane they're having a you know quick moment you know i i like these moments because like spider-man's worried but at the same time he goes home and mary jane's there and he's like ah, uh, you know it's okay i'm not so worried right now everything's good everything's mm-hmm. you know mary jane makes everything better feel free to jump in anytime it feels like i'm just like you two are just like uh uh-huh, whatever
1: no, well,
0: I'm following along with you. We're, we're, I'm looking at we're it. Mesmer, mes, we're mesmerized by your storytelling.
1: Well, we can answer uh, one question if you want. heroing wants to know if Doc Ock will ever return to his classic look. I hope well, he does. I'm tired of Superior that looks kind of like Peter Parker, kind of like Ock. Um, I
0: does They're i running I mean, with this Superior thing for a while, and all these multiple Spider-Men yeah. for a while. I guess it, it'll be that way until they get tired of it.
1: And Mike says your... "Kalangcha sounds like a brand of hot sauce.
2: Well, that's so, the thing, though. It's like when you when you say classic Doc Ock, I mean, Doc Ock's look, Doc Ock, unlike the Green Goblin, has changed his look a lot over the years.
1: Yeah, he he which one do you like the best? I like the business suit a lot, but I do like the classic green tubby guy.
2: I like that version that he had uh, in the mid 80s where he was wearing like that button up kind of long coat, kind of lab coat.
1: Oh, OK, yeah.
2: I don't know. I always just like that one. What about, what about you, Jr.?
0: I was trying to think. I, I don't know. I tend to prefer the, uh, the, uh, the tubby green outfit. just, just a classic, you know, I mean, uh, that's what I always think of him, you know, in his classic supervillain outfit. Although it's kind of funny in the, uh, with the, the on the bottom of page 14 on the left panel, just kind of the perspective of Ock and his tentacles. It looks like David, you know, it looks like it could be David Dinklage. You know, ah. he just Ock just kind he just doesn't look right. Didn't look like he's fully grown.
2: So I oh, you mean Peter Peter Dinklage?
0: Oh, did I say David?
2: Yeah. David saying, Yeah,
0: I must have had the mayor of one of the mayors in New York on my mind. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. <Yeah.
2: laughs> um so Marla and Jonah – or Marla is at home. Uh, she's looking through her wardrobe. And then Dr. Octopus busts into Jonah's uh, townhouse or a penthouse apartment, whatever, whatever Jonah's living in. Deluxe uh, like
1: apartment in the, in the sky. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he kidnaps Marla. Uh, Jonah comes home, finds, his, uh, finds his, uh, his home in a shambles. Everything's been, been busted up. Uh, but Dr. <laughs> Octopus has left a message for him on his typewriter. Um, basically upping, the, uh, upping the, the ransom on the building to $20 million and uh, also saying, you know, oh, by the way, if I don't get my money, your wife's going to die. So um, uh, Spider-Man uh, is trying to track Jonah while Jonah's going to go and deliver the money to Dr. Octopus, like in a suitcase and everything. Uh, he's got a spider tracker on him. Um, so that he can, uh, he can try to locate Dr. Octopus. Um, Jonah's got some really tough talk here, you know, uh, as he's throwing the briefcase over to the sewer entrance where I guess ostensibly, you know, uh, Otto is going to come pick up the money and, um. And, uh, he, uh, you know, he's like, at one point he says, if you harm a hair on her head, I'll kill you. And his eyes are all like framed in darkness. And it looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's really, really kind of a, kind of a weird moment for Jonah, I guess. But, you know, (coughs) you you have to, I I was, I was reading this issue and I was thinking about Jonah as he is here. It's, it's, it's one of these powerless moments for Jonah where it must like drive Jonah nuts. Yeah. You know? But Spider-Man's plan worked uh, as he was able to put the tracer on the briefcase. Dr. Octopus, sure enough, fetches the briefcase, goes back to uh, to his lair, is counting the money with all of his different tentacles, which is kind of funny. You never – uh,
1: what does Kenny Rogers say about counting your money?
2: You don't count your money while you're sitting at the table. There you go. Yeah. I guess Oct didn't learn that lesson. And so um, – So then, of course, Spider-Man, in in typical Spider-Man fashion, busts through the wall of Dr. Octopus's uh, uh, lair because he's been able to track him with the spider tracer. Um, Dr. Octopus Octopus immediately grabs him with the tentacles and also grabs Marla. And Marla smashes the champagne bottle. Remember he was drinking champagne earlier? Uh, Smashes the champagne bottle over his head. I like what she says, too. I'm tired of being a victim.
1: First was scorpion back in the spec or amazing annual 18. No more. Yeah. yeah. That was our wedding annual
0: or wedding uh, issue. Wasn't it
1: right? Mm-hmm. with friends and DeFalco writing it?
2: I think. I think we covered that one before George on fight club. We did. Yeah. yeah I remember we it. Did. Yeah, remember we did. Um, and, um, so yeah, she smashes the bottle over Dr. Octopus's head. Uh, well, even while he's got it wrapped up in the tentacle, uh, you got to admire the pluck here, right? <laughs> um, it, it was know. a
0: mistake. It was a mis- another one of uh, slot, I guess it was slot slots mistakes in killing Marla. Um, I I just thought it was a useless death, you know. Yeah. Just to give Jonah, you know, uh, a moment or something or or whatever to act crazy for a while, and you know, again, like the uh, you know, this is just the gradual evisceration of the supporting
1: cast. Yeah, but the fight has begun. Round two, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, this is round two of the fight. Uh, Marla, Marla's distraction works. Uh, Spider-Man's able to stop a tentacle long enough for Marla to get free to the wall where he just busts in. Um, And, but, you know, buying Marla that moment to escape kind of costs him. And Dr. Octopus grabs him, Mm -hmm. throws him into the wall. Ouch. And uh, starts going after Marla. And then as soon as Dr. Octopus goes to the hole in the wall trying to go after Marla, Spider-Man webs him by the back of the collar, yanks him back in the room, is like, we are not finished. Yeah, that's a big old thwip. Yep, thwip, we are thwip. not finished. I, You know, subtext, I am not done beating beating the hell out of you. Bring it back, son. Yeah, <laughs> bring, it, bring it back.
1: <laughs>
2: so uh, as soon as Spider-Man webs him back, uh, Dr. Octopus is, of course, like, well, I'm happy to oblige you. Uh, I, I also would like to beat you down. Let's do this. <laughs> and he hits him across the head with a tentacle. Um, gives him uh, a little enough, you know, or ding Spider-Man enough that, uh, he's able to go back after Marla again. And, and he's about to head up a ladder after Marla and he has got a tentacle going up after her. she's trying to get up the ladder. And then Dr. Octopus or uh, Spider-Man webs, <laughs> the, webs, the tentacle back. And then, uh, Dr. Octopus is so mad. He starts screaming at Spider-Man curse you wall crawler curse you to the darkest bowels of Hades!" Ooh,
0: he's ticked. Oh, getting and wow, he and he, sma- I mean, <laughs> and
2: man. he smashes Spider Spider-Man right through like the metal floor. That's a good hit. Down into the sub-level. Yeah, this is this was a pretty mighty uh and, and I love the art here. I love Sal's art. Oh, Sal, I love Sal. Sal was always so good at at making the impact of a hit look really look really severe. Yeah. You know, uh there's just a lot of time and we talked about this a lot. Remember that one time when um when Harry paid Rhino to go after, uh, Peter
1: mm-hmm.
2: and Spider-Man wound up just fi- finally, you know, he, he was already, it was at a, it was at a moment when he was already, you know, tired of, uh, being harassed all the time and tired of feeling like he's on the ropes. And he just like, yeah, it, it was almost cathartic for Spider-Man to be able to, he's like, Oh, finally something I can just hit like a punching bag. Right.
1: couple comments from, uh, YouTube. Uh, they said that, uh, the green suit, Ock is in Marvel ultimate Alliance three on the switch. I don't have a switch, but uh, I hear that game's kind of fun. Also, Enigma says he wants George to write the dialogue for these fights instead of Jerry Conway. <laughs> I well, think Jerry. Jerry Conway did Jerry. a good job.
0: No, he didn't. He didn't write this one.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. J and D. Mateus. Yeah. Go, this right? is,
2: yeah. No, this is miscellaneous. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. This is Michelini and uh, and, and Sal. We, we, oh, we yeah. start, it's weird. It's like whenever we start talking about a Sal issue, we don't even mention the writer. We're just like, oh, this is Sal.
1: I know. I know. Well, there's a lot of writers on spec that uh-huh. uh, I was thinking of because Con- Conway had it for a couple of years, I think. Mm-hmm. Grant Al- Alford says, get a Switch, Brad. It's 100% worth it. Dude, I don't have enough time to play my PlayStation. <laughs>
2: anyway, big, big punch to
1: Spider-Man. A kerplowm.
2: Not a, not a punch. It's just more of a slam really with slam all of the, yeah.
1: slams
2: him hard enough to slam him through a metal floor down into the sub level. That's got to hurt. Uh, and while Spider-Man's, you know, and Spider-Man's got the little stars around him, you know, cause he's been dinged, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, he, even, you know, he's thinking about, it, he's like, I'm, I'm taking too many hits. I forgot how tough this guy can be despite mm-hmm. being a tubby guy in a suit. Yep. And, uh, and while he's getting back up to his feet, sure enough, Dr. Octopus hits him again, knocks him across, oh, knocks him across the sewer. Uh-oh, he's underwater. And then he's, and then he's holding him down underwater with the tentacle. He's going to drown him. Yeah. And, uh, and he's holding him underwater and then Spider-Man's like, oh, I've, I've got to get to the surface. And then, of course, Dr. Octopus drags him back up, you know, <laughs> by the throat with the tentacle. And then Spider-Man's like, oh yeah, big, big improvement, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, and Ock is like strangling him, you know, and Spider-Man's got more stars, like he's starting to black out and everything. But the wild pack scrambles down into the sewer, um, takes a shot at Dr. Octopus. It, it misses, but it hits the wall next to him, distracts him enough for Spider-Man to wiggle free and uh, actually escape with the wild pack. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Octopus uh, gets out by the sewer. Um into fight as the wild pet as the wild pack is checking up on Spider-Man and make sure he's okay. Um decision knocked octopus. Doc oc one. Decision. There's Doc, no Doc, doubt.
1: If the wild pack wouldn't have been there, he would have been drowned. Yeah. And Spider-Man runs off like a little bee. I mean
2: <laughs> Well, he knows he was getting whooped. What were you gonna he, say, JR? He got whooped. No, I I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. Yeah, and this is, you know, we we talk about this sometimes on on Friday Night Fights. Sometimes the villain, for the villain to be a good villain, for the villain to be worth their salt and be worthy of sticking around for decades, sometimes the villain's got to win. Yeah. It just just does. That is
1: true. That is Uh, true.
2: It It builds a lot of character for the hero. You know, it, it affords the hero moments to learn. And, and actually have ramifications, you know, one of these, uh, you know, actions have consequences kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, every now and then the bad guys have to win. Otherwise, yeah. they're, they're, they're not effective bad guys. And over the years, um, really, in Spider-Man's history, the two people that probably, you know, epitomize that the most are Dr. Octopus and Norman.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, as a kid, Nor- uh, uh, Dr. Octopus dealt uh, Spider-Man his first defeat. Yep, back in Amazing Spider-Man number three.
1: The uh, as a kid, I read Marvel Tales in in the eighties, and one of the most striking covers uh, that I remember it was a Ditko. I think it was ASM eighteen was reprinted, where the Sandman is in the streets and Spider-Man's hiding behind a trash can. He's so scared. And when mm-hmm. I saw that on the stands, I'm like, what? What would make Spider-Man so scared? Uh, so that that instantly. And if I remember correctly, didn't Spider-Man lose to Sandman in, in a couple issues before that issue? Or I forget. It's been a while. I don't know why he was cowering behind this. Right, he truck. was
0: afraid of getting killed and leaving Aunt May alone, or
1: something. Yeah,
0: there was something like that going on because right. he'd uh, he'd uh, he'd he'd run from the Goblin uh, because he got he overheard. Uh, someone say that Aunt May was sick or something. So yeah. He he, let, he ran from the Goblin and uh, then he
1: became a scaredy cat afraid
0: that if something happened to him, you know what would happen to Aunt May.
1: So, so, so George, what's your thoughts on this one? This one was a good uh, little-known issue, I think, that's often overlooked. Been, I haven't read it since the 90s.
2: It's a good Dr. Octopus-Sal fight. Yeah. And uh, or, uh, or Sal Buscema-Dr. Octopus fight. And uh, Again, it's one of those moments where we need these kind of moments for us to remember that even though Dr. Octopus might be a little ridiculous, you know, he's, he's a, a tubby guy with tentacles and everything. He's, he's one of the, Spider-Man's more dangerous foes. Exactly.
1: Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com crawlspace log on there to get exclusive thank you content which uh, one of them is the spire satellites where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode that's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through patreon there's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that i think you'll get a kick out of but again it's patreon.com crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like like this podcast thanks for listening everybody